What's going on, guys? Welcome to Hyrophonics and Friends podcast. Today's guest, Richard Vegan Games. Let's welcome him. What's going on, Richard? Uh, not too much. You know, just training mostly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's good to see that you're getting back into it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's start. If you can uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like what do you do and who you are for the people that live under a rock and don't know who you are. Well, uh, I run the YouTube channel Vegan Gains. Uh, it revolves mostly around health and fitness uh, relating to veganism. I also talk about uh, ethical philosophy, politics, uh, even some uh, like popular culture stuff like video games, movies. But um, yeah, it all mostly revolves around veganism. And um, yeah, that's basically what my life is about. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When, uh, when I first went vegan last year in April, uh, one of my non-vegan friends, he's like, Oh, he's into bodybuilding. And I guess a lot of bodybuilders know you in that community. He's like, Oh, check out his videos. He's vegan. Now that you're vegan. And I just started watching your stuff and obviously I'm a big fan now. Um, and then I was lucky enough to meet you at the block party and then at the AV cube. And that's when I asked you to be part of the podcast. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Um, okay, uh, when did you go vegan? Um, it was seven years ago. Uh, some guy uh, who I was friends with at the time, he linked uh, or he shared a Gary Yurofsky speech. I think it was titled uh, Best Speech You've Ever Heard. Yep. And um, immediately after listening to that speech, I just went vegan. Um, I had the opinion that uh, like before I was vegan, that veganism is a superior ethical position, but I just wasn't convinced to go vegan because I thought for health reasons, I still had to eat meat. But after watching that speech, it, it just, you know, like there's no good argument not, not to go vegan. So, for um, sure. yeah. And, um, you know, I've always tried to be uh, the most honest person I could be. So, you know, when I'm confronted with that sort of information, like I can't just lie to myself and say, oh, well, it's still okay when, you know, you're harming your own health, harming animals. There's just, there's no reason to do it. So, yeah, I just went vegan on the spot that same day. That's pretty cool. Uh, I went vegan with my ex at the same time on a weekend when we watched uh, What the Health, Cowspiracy, mm -hmm. and Forks Over Knives. And then I watched Earthlings, and then I became an activist. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, when did you start doing bodybuilding? Was that before you went vegan? Yeah, yeah. It's It's been like 10, 12 years now, something like that. Um, yeah, I just got into that, uh, got into bodybuilding after I uh, had a bunch of knee injuries from hockey. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I just got into weight training because that was really the only thing I could do for physical activity. And then it just progressed into bodybuilding. And then I was doing that for a while. Uh, the last few years, I've kind of been doing, you know, weight training off and on sort of for a, for a while, I got really, really into cycling. Uh, but now I'm, I'm back into weight training again. Pretty cool. Uh, some people that saw the video that I posted of you and James Aspie, they were laughing. I'm like, James Aspie looks so small beside you. <laughs> that yeah. one of your arms is like one of his legs. Um, yeah. Uh, when did you start your YouTube channel and why? Um, I think it's been three or four years now. Uh, the reason the reason was I was just on YouTube for a while. 
Um, I was looking at most of the health and fitness stuff, and uh, there was just such terrible, terrible information being spread, uh, like particularly about saturated fat and cholesterol and like how, oh yeah, red meat doesn't cause heart disease, eggs are fine, uh, and it's still going on. And like, I swear every day I still see this crap, even though I've refuted it a million times, but it just got to the point where I, I couldn't take it anymore. I'd get into so many arguments in the comment sections, uh, like about this crap, and I just get ganged up on by these morons, and I just be drowned out. So I figured I'd just make my own YouTube channel so I could actually have a voice and just obliterate these people in an argument. And um, yeah, that's how the channel started, basically. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty scary how much misinformation is there. And especially even within uh, doctors like that guy, well, ex-doctor Sean Baker and all the yeah. crap they saying. Now he's like trying to gang up and saying to gang up on like vegans and stuff. And then we have previous, I saw the video you did on Tim Sheaf and I don't know what happened to the guy. Like it's, yeah. it's scary though, because all of these guys have so many people that follow them, like during the writer and all these idiots that are just spreading bad shit. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoy your videos a lot. And I like the fact that you call these people out and then you show the facts and everything that you show, it is based on studies. It's not, you're just talking out of your ass. Like, you know, yeah. your shit. Yeah. Uh, question is it easy to be vegan really really easy um i went vegan like like cold turkey um for the first week i i kind of felt funny i think part of that was just if you have a major dietary shift you're gonna feel a little weird um also like you know i just had to kind of mix up food variety a little bit i was eating uh, just a little too samey just uh I think for the first week it was mostly like beans and some quinoa but you know i had to had to add in some more fruits and vegetables and stuff like that but um it's incredibly easy uh it takes very little effort especially these days i mean yeah just pick like a couple staple foods like rice beans add in some fruits and vegetables uh and you can have mock meats mock cheeses like it's extraordinarily easy um there's really no excuse uh, in terms of like difficulty adhering to the diet um it, it just takes no mental effort whatsoever especially if you keep it to within the whole foods and cooking yeah. yourself it's actually even cheaper i find like i've saved yeah, so much is. money yeah way cheaper and um like especially if you're one of those people who was big on like organic grass-fed free-range meat like i mean you know it, it it gets expensive right and especially yeah. if you're eating that stuff every day so you know, when you switch from that to lentils, which you can get like a massive, huge 30 pound bag at Costco for like 10 bucks, you know, okay. and that's how you get your protein, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's been the or what is the carnist most used logic or things that they try to debunk veganism you find? Um, what I see most of the time is they're uh, apologetic to a lot of the health issues. So there's, uh, like, I call them cholesterol denialists. Okay. They'll deny that cholesterol is linked to heart disease. Um, they'll deny that meat causes, or like animal products, uh, cause or contribute to diabetes, cancer. Uh, that's generally what you see. 
Um, and then more along the fringe, you see people claiming that meat actually has health benefits. Um, most people, like most laymen, people on the street that you'd encounter, you they have the position where meat isn't necessarily good for you, but it doesn't cause health problems. It's it's sort of neutral. And then the people I typically end up arguing with online is they have the opinion that meat is actually healthy for you and you need to eat it. So you need it for protons. Uh, you need uh, cholesterol for brain function. It's just the most absurd crap ever. And um, along the ethical side of things, you typically you know, hear people use appeal to nature fallacies. Oh, it's just natural that we eat meat. Or religion. Yeah, yeah, a lot of religion. I, I've, uh, over at Young Dundas Square, where uh, AV protests, I've gotten into fights with uh, some of those Christian preachers before. And uh, I mean, like, it's really bizarre because there's the Muslims there too who preach about Islam, and then there's the Christians there. And, um, like the Muslims are sometimes like some of them are pretty radical and they, they actually use their religion to justify uh, suicide bombings. Jesus. So it's like, okay, so you're using your religion to justify violence on animals. Like you're saying, Oh God, lets me do it. But you know, these same people, they have a problem with Muslims, like Muslim radicals using that same justification to justify violence on people. So it's incredibly hypocritical. I, it's funny too because the first person that I encountered uh, at my first chicken vigil is actually somebody. It, she's in India. She's coming back soon, but she's actually Christian and she's like one of the most vegan people that I know. So mm. I know the religious people can uh, agree yeah. to the fact that God didn't put them here for us to freaking abuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you find it too that is uh, not just a misinformation, but that people that should know, like doctors, are the ones that are promoting all this unhealthy diets and uh thing um diets that are supposed to fix you up by like only eating uh, animal proteins i've heard like and that this is what's gonna solve some of the, some illnesses by just eating meat and cutting out vegetables that they're actually bad for you i've heard oh yeah like there's not doctor anymore sean baker um the guy's a total quack i mean what he was a orthopedic surgeon like he just do he, he he specialized on surgeries uh on joints like elbows knees arthritis stuff like that and um he like these people typically have absolutely no training in, in nutrition um especially when it comes to treating disease with nutrition um doctors get a tiny 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 bit of nutrition training if at all so these people just really don't have any better idea on what to eat than just your average person. Um, what there's a guy I argued with for a while, uh, Lane Norton. Uh, he does have a few PhDs in nutrition science. Um, the guy has literally stated that Big Macs aren't, uh, aren't unhealthy. And he literally compared them to apples. Wow. Like, he, he, he was basically saying a thousand calories of an apple is just as healthy as a thousand calories of a Big Mac. It's just that you have to limit your caloric intake so you don't gain weight. Like these are the type of people you're, you're friggin' dealing with. And um, even if people are pretty well educated, they're not without their own bias. Like if they like eating meat, that's going to definitely influence them. Uh, and 
in uh, their recommendations. Yeah, it's funny. Like I, I was a big meat eater, and like I came from Colombia, so then I, that was a different argument that I even got in with my mom. And then eventually, my mom, I got even through my mom because she thought the same thing. Like, oh well, your grandma and like we're Colombians, and this is how we've always done it. They always appeal to either culture or to oh, we did it in the past. Well, we've done fucked up shit in the past. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And or some people even use the excuse of like, oh, well, I'm too old. Who cares? Like, if anything, being old, you would want to be healthy. So you you're not in your last 10 years of your life in a fucking bed, not being. Able yeah. To move. Yeah. Uh, based on your debates, which one has been your worst debate? Like which one just inferred, like made you so mad? Uh, in terms of anger, it would have to be the roaming millennial one. Okay. Um, she is by far the most dishonest lying sack of shit I've ever encountered. Um, she, like before the debate, even she, she made that video talking about how, oh, veganism isn't really healthy. You need uh, to eat meat for health reasons. She, it, she, I know what she Googled in re in response to that video, because if you Google that, you get those exact links in order that she referenced. She Googled something like veganism isn't healthy. And then she ended up uh, going to these like really, really stupid health and fitness blogs. Um, I think one of them was healthy home economist. She's just like some middle-aged woman who doesn't work. She's just a stay at home mom. And she just decided to write a health and fitness blog just to make a little bit of extra money. No training, no credentials, anything. And then roaming millennials rel relying on this bullcrap for information. Um, and worst yet, she actually linked articles that had some good information in them, but she didn't read the actual articles and she just read the headline. <laughs> so what she claimed was directly contradictory to what she actually linked. And uh, then when I brought the stuff up in the debate, um, she just wouldn't admit it. She just kept doubling down on her bullcrap lies. It was just Damn. amazing. Yeah. Uh, which one has been in your best debate that you felt really, really good about? <clears throat> it's probably the most recent one with uh, an AIU fan. That guy was just so dumb, just incredibly stupid. Um, what I think most of his arguments uh, ended up falling back on appeals to tradition and social contract. Um, you know, when people are, that's, that's generally what ends up happening when you have an ethical debate, uh, people end up appealing to things like tradition, uh, nature, social contract that even happened with, uh, Matt Dillahunty, mm -hmm. uh, the guy I had that short debate on the atheist experience. He's considered a pretty smart guy and like a, a good debater, but I mean, if, if you're going to argue for why you should be able to needlessly kill animals. The only thing I can really imagine to fall back on is the social contract. Like, oh, well, everyone says it's okay, so it's okay. But yeah, it just, what else are you going to come up with, you know? So yeah, that debate uh, I felt was the best because he was actually being honest with what he was saying. He was so stupid, he didn't actually understand what he was saying. But he was being honest with what he was saying. So it was very blatantly clear. He was appealing to the social contract, and it's very easy to refute that. Uh, with Matt Dillahunty, he he was just using mental gymnastics. He was appealing to the social contract, but then after I pointed that out, he he 
uh, fall back and say, oh, no, 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 I'm not appealing to the social contract, and then accuse me of being dishonest and crap and trying to confuse everyone. So, you know, he got away, like, I think, you know, most people think he lost, he lost the debate, uh, you know, but um, I think he was able to convince some of his followers that, you know, he won. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that latest debate with the AIU fan, uh, that was probably the best just because it was so easy to uh, point out, you know, his, the fallacies he was using. Uh, which are resources or like, uh, let's say plant-based doctors, would you recommend to people to look into besides even looking at your videos that obviously have a lot of information? Yeah. Um, Dr. Michael Greger is probably one of the best resources. He runs nutritionfacts.org. Um, yeah, I think he has the most balanced approach. Um, a lot of these guys like Dr. Caldwell Esselstein, uh, their, their nutrition advice, it's more it's more for people who have really, really severe heart disease. Like he recommends absolute zero fat diet, no oil, not even any nuts or seeds. Uh, the reason that sort of diet is good for people who have really advanced heart disease is because any amount of fat is going to increase blood clotting factors. And that's really freaking bad for somebody who has, you know, clogged arteries because, okay, if you develop a blood clot, you could like die instantly. You might have a stroke or a heart attack. So even like nuts and seeds for these people, it's probably a bad idea. So, you know, that advice, it's not the best for your average person who's generally all around healthy, hasn't developed heart disease yet. Um, Dr. Michael Greger, it's a much more kind of balanced diet, you know, diet advice for pretty much everyone. Um, the Engine 2 diet is also really great. That uh, that's the Dr. Caldwell Esselstein, Esselstein's son. And again, that's sort of more for athletes. Um, and it's a more balanced approach. Like, you know, you can have avocados, nuts, and seeds uh, because it's not really for people who have advanced heart disease. Yeah. Um, also, what do you think on, uh, I, even I've seen, I, I haven't watched the whole video, but I saw a doctor <clears throat> recommending, and he's a plant-based doctor, uh, recommending water fasting. Okay, um, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, t I, Tim Sheaf, the the crazy guy who's starving himself to death right now, <laughs> he mentioned he mentioned uh, him. So water fasting is an extremely effective treatment for people who have hypertension, okay. and hypertension is extremely deadly. You, I think it's the number one cause of death worldwide. So you know, it, it's great if you have hypertension and you could literally drop dead any second uh, to do a water fast under medical supervision. It's the most effective treatment so far. But um, if you're an otherwise healthy person, there's literally no reason to do it. Um, there, I've now, now Tim Sheaf linked a documentary on fasting that was extremely misleading. Um, there's some research showing that uh, it can help with uh, treatment of allergies. So if you have uh, like asthma, uh, it can help with asthma. But the caveat there is there's certain foods that people are allergic to that have uh, an inflammatory reaction. So say dairy, dairy is a big one that can trigger asthma symptoms. Mm -hmm. Well, if you go on a fast, you're cutting out all foods, including those allergic foods like dairy that cause these asthma reactions. So you're not like the fasting itself isn't actually helping asthma. It's just you're cutting out those foods that you have the allergic reaction to. 
And uh, in order for it to be effective, you you also have to cut out those foods that you you have an allergic reaction to. And over the course of refeeding, like under medical supervision, the doctors will figure out which foods you have a reaction to. So they'll start off with like just reintroducing something like white rice. Okay, well, you don't have a reaction to white rice. Let's add in brown rice. Okay, you don't have a reaction to that. Let's add in broccoli. You don't have a re reaction to that. Let's add in milk. Oh, asthma symptoms reappear. Let's not do that. So like the fasting itself doesn't really have any health benefits for somebody who's otherwise healthy. But if you do have hypertension, it, it is a very effective treatment. Well, my mama, like at the beginning, she didn't want to go vegan anyways. And when she went to the doctor, she threw me under the bus. I'm like, oh, my son went vegan. The doctor's like, yeah, that's good. Make sure he just gets his B12. Uh, when she got her results, she was pre-diabetic. She has asthma. She she had high blood pressure. And then she went plant-based. Mm -hmm. And her asthma has been good. It's helped her with uh, like the hot flashes for menopause, uh, mm -hmm. losing weight and everything. So obviously just going plant-based can help out too. And like this whole water fasting, it's kind of spreading in a bad way. And even the, the stupid sun gazing. Now I have oh, people man. saying that as long as you do it early in the morning, the UV rays are not as damaging. Like uh, I just think not as damaging. Yeah, great. <laughs> so you're only damaging your eyes a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, stupid. Well, I mean, like just going outside in the sunlight. I mean, what's like you're getting some sun anyway. So why do you have to stare directly at the sun? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if if they like, I know you've been a year of photography too. Like. If you know that you can damage your sensor by pointing your yeah. camera at the sun, imagine what it can do to your biological eyes, like your yeah. freaking sensor in your eyes. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, favorite uh, music genre? Uh, probably death metal. Um, and favorite band? I'm not sure. Like, I don't. Uh... I'm not really, I don't really follow bands there because typically there's only one song per band that I really enjoy, I guess. Like Ramstein, like just based on the amount of songs that I like from, from them, that would have to be my favorite band Yeah. just because I like so many of their, their stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like a lot of, a lot of bands, but I, I guess Ramstein would be my favorite. Cool. Uh, what do you used to do before you became um, a YouTuber? I was doing photography and personal training. Yeah, I was mostly shooting uh, clubs, mm -hmm. uh, doing some stuff relating to like fitness modeling, fashion modeling, but it was mostly like uh, shooting clubs. Tried to get into weddings, but I uh, just couldn't break into it. And uh, yeah, just personal training. Okay. Um, do you find it um, more enjoyable doing the YouTube than photography or do you still yeah. even shoot? Um, I, I haven't done it in a while. I'm thinking of maybe getting back into it. Um, I find YouTube more enjoyable just because you don't have to directly interact with anyone. True, you can just true. shoot a video. Yeah, I don't like having to find clients, talk to them, like especially club shooting. Oh my god, there's just a lot of dumb crap that happens there with alcohol, you know, so. Yeah, well, maybe we should do a, a photo adventure, go out on a hike or something, take some photos, yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah, maybe. Um, how was your experience doing outreach on the streets uh, with AV? That's uh, really good. Um, I like that sort of activism. Um, I, I just like arguing with people. So, um, yeah, if you enjoy confrontation, 
I think it's a really fun method of activism, especially in that little area. There's a lot of crazy people, and I almost got into a fight with some nut job there. Um, the cat dude, the cat guy, yeah, <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, he's he's on something, and uh, I, I get really like he was only kind of going after uh, women there, like so. I I really hate those sorts of people who are just that cowardly. That they they won't like pick on somebody their own size. So I almost got into a fight with a guy, but you know he uh, had his little tantrum. Then he just sat back down, didn't bother anyone after that. Yeah, I witnessed that. That was pretty funny. Uh, how did you find the difference between? Obviously, I know on your light debates, you're a little more to the point and more hard. You come on, uh, come on down hard harder. How did you find it with the people that obviously are not as intelligent or? Did you find that you had to be a little more careful what you said with some other people? Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't want to be too antagonistic. Um, there are some people where I think that is appropriate. Um, like uh, I got into an argument with uh, two girls. One of them uh, ran a hobby farm where she had like a couple cows, a few chickens. Uh, and there was another girl who justified eating red meat because she doesn't like eating lentils um it, it's it's really r ridiculous first she said uh she has a problem absorbing iron so she has to eat red meat then i suggested okay well lentils are extremely high in iron so why don't you just eat lentils and maybe have some high vitamin c fruits to help with iron absorption uh, then she said oh i don't like the taste and then i said well you know there's a lot of recipes out there and then she says Oh, well, it's too expensive. And then I'm like, no, it, red meat is much more expensive than lentils. And then she fell back on taste. Uh, the person was like at least 80 pounds overweight. So, you know, like when you see somebody like that, uh, you can't like they can't even eat well for their own good. Like you can't really expect them to eat well for someone else's well-being. So whatever. I, I just said, like, I, I just told her flat out, okay, so you're just being dishonest and you're arguing in a circle. Um, and uh, then the other girl, like, I, I actually, I got her to admit that what she's doing is un unethical, but she justified it by saying, like, having some nihilistic viewpoint where, well, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Uh, are you planning to do any, uh, like, public <clears throat> speaking? I know you do some panels like you did uh, a couple weeks ago. Are you yeah. planning to do more of those? Um, not really. I don't have anything planned. Um, if somebody invites me to something like that, then I might consider it, but I don't have anything, anything like that planned. I'll cool. probably just do some more activism. Yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. You came to the old day vigil too. Um, question, uh, how did you and Jasmine, uh, meet? Uh, she messaged me on Facebook and then, uh, we just ended up talking and then playing video games together. And then uh, we decided we wanted to, to have a relationship. So I went to Belgium first to visit her and then, yeah. Uh, what are your plans for the future with your channel and your, I guess, activism? Um, with my channel, I kind of want to uh, focus on some more mainstream, uh, like popular culture kind of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, just to have a little bit of a bigger outreach. Like the fitness industry is good, um, I've gotten a lot of exposure there, but you know, if I can break into just general entertainment, movies, video games, I think I can suck in a lot more people that way. Um, and I do want to get involved into some more, uh, in real life activism as well. Cool, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Uh, what's your message for old and non-vegans that might listen to this podcast or watch this video? There's literally no good argument uh, against veganism. If you watch any of my debates, uh, if you watch the interactions uh, that, you know, like at these cubes of truth, like none of these people can come up with anything compelling, like any compelling reason to needlessly kill animals. So if you're going to claim that, oh, well, I, I don't care, like that as if I don't care is a good enough justification to kill something, I could just say, I, I don't care about you and murder you. Like if that's the way you want the world to be, then like, what can I tell you? Um, it's just, uh, if you value your own life, then it only makes sense to, uh, value the lives of others, including animals. Cool. And what's your message for all the vegans that might, you know, sometimes I hear it a lot. They, they lose hope and they feel like we're never going to win. And what would you tell them to, uh, give them a little bit more courage? Well, um, there's a, a manga that I read called Berserk, and uh, it, it's really inspirational. I recommend people read that if they have that feeling of losing all hope. Um, the The world is just evil, and you just have to fight against that evil. And, uh, you know, what you're up against can be pretty difficult, and it can seem like it's never-ending. But, I mean, if you just give up and don't do anything, like nothing will change. So you kind of have to be the change that you want to see in the world. And uh, no matter how hard it is, no matter how long it is, uh, if you don't do it, then there's just going to keep being suffering and chaos that will never end. So you kind of just have to push through. Cool. Uh, last question. Uh, what kind of self-care do you do uh, when you get maybe down from either doing activism or you just get kind of burnt out? Um, well, like a lot of exercise helps me. Um, I, I, it might be like an endorphin rush or something. Um, exercise does increase antioxidant activity in your body. Uh, sometimes inflammation can be a trigger for uh, depression and uh, things that are that are anti-inflammatory. So exercise does increase inflammation for a short period of time, but then your body overcompensates. Uh, lots of uh, fruits and vegetables, uh, that can help increase your mood. Um, and just taking a break every once in a while and not taking things too seriously and letting yourself stress out too much. You kind of, uh, have to do some things that are fun, you know? Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. Uh, if you can close up the podcast by doing your catchphrase, that'll be awesome. Uh, guys, I'm going to put all his, uh, uh, channel description and all his links below and the show notes and on this video thank you so much make sure you check his channel and subscribe also subscribe to jasmine uh they both do live streams and lots of cool videos thank all right you, and as always keep making those vegan gains awesome dude right.